When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. and girls for yet again another special edition of the michael deacon program glad to see you out there oh yes and tonight i must apologize before we even begin i know some of you were expecting the professor live and direct however we have lost contact with the professor mr james fetzer so tonight it is only you me and mr mike hideous so here we are again on a night like this, and here I am, vaguely lovable. I'm glad you made it through the week. I sincerely wish you all the very best. And before I go on some long rant here, let me bring in Mr. Mike Hideous. Mike, what's going down? Good evening to you, Mr. Deacon. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad you're there. I know. I'm so glad to see the um, regulars in the chat room right now, and it is only... You and me tonight, no one else. The professor is gone. Gone as in? To the pearly gates, Mike. He's gone. He's dead. <laughs> wow. He's gone. I now think what? He, I think he contracted COVID-19. Nah, that's that's not real. It's, it's a conspiracy. It's a conspiracy? All right. Well, we'll go with that. But <laughs> nonetheless, our boy is gone. So it's just me, you, and this beer in my hand. Right on. Sounds like a better show to me, in my opinion. S- sounds like I have some competition. Yeah, that's right. And again, I sincerely wish all of you out there the very best. Many of you out there are very eager to leave your homes, to return back to some sort of normalcy. And the truth is, there won't be any normalcy. This isn't something you can wish or pray away. But don't lose hope. We have to adapt, right, Mike? Yeah, I think... um but at the same time, I, uh, you know, I, I listened to the news today and I, I've been hearing some different, um, inputs from other states and, and, 
not all, not every state is, is in complete and total utter lockdown. That's right. Uh, most of the big cities, uh, and the, or I should say the states with bigger cities like California, New York, New Jersey, um, even my own state, Pennsylvania, I, I was surprised to learn it has as many, um, as many infections as it does. But my point is this, um, uh, I learned some things today that I was unaware of, and and that is that uh, a lot of people are, are taking uh, some interesting methods to getting around right. uh, this lockdown. So, again, I, I try to be positive, but at the same time, you hear conflicting information on 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 the news. A lot of people don't know what to uh, what to think. Well, it's very true. Lots of people are conflicted with the news. All kinds of people out there already don't trust the media whatsoever. And I've had some people say I'm echoing the mainstream media, and I have to tell you to shut your ass up. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. They said that your your show is is replicating fake news? Something like that. Something to that uh, something to that agree, Mike, which is just the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It is. And for two reasons. Number one, we are not the news here. The Michael Deacon program is not the news. We are a talk show and we bring on guests who have various opinions on certain topics. In, in no way have we ever, you, you or myself, have ever given any advice in the sense that uh, we tell people what to do in this crisis. So whoever said that has really got to stop watching CNN news. Well, that person is clearly retarded and and uh, just silly, in my opinion. Absolutely. There was no need for that comment. No, that's fine, though. They could believe what they want. I'm sure it's one of the religious folks out there who are very angry, especially with my stance, by telling them to stay home and not to infect <laughs> anyone. I mean, really? You're that angry? <laughs> just because I'm trying to save your life. Now, let me ask you a question. Based on what? Now, you're in Southern Cali, right? Right, right, right. Okay, so are you, I'm assuming you're in lockdown? Everyone is out here. Okay, so so how are you reacting to it? Like, do you get out at all? Do you go outside? Do you go for a walk? Very, you know? very limited. If I have to leave the house, I have to order something. I'm not interacting with anyone. Okay. I'm good. That, I'm not trying to get the AIDS airborne virus. Well, it makes perfect sense, you know? Like, for me, you know, I... I I've been, it's amazing. I've, I've, I have been stretching out $200 for like two months. Really? Um, yeah, <laughs> I haven't really gone anywhere except for the food store. Uh, I think I went to the post office and the pharmacy. That was it. That's the only place you've gone. Pretty much. Yeah. I haven't gone anywhere else. Although I will be having to make a trip soon to get my spring water. I usually, I usually collect about 12 gallons of, uh, spring water. And uh, I'm running out. You're running low. But you know what? There's been about a, 117 cases so far where I'm at. In in your town, per se? In this or, county, right. In your county? All right. Uh, I was shocked to learn uh, today uh, in Pennsylvania. Pretty low numbers, by the way, Mike. They are low numbers, right? Yeah, they're, they're pretty low. And more people could have not been infected, but a lot of people are not following the rules. And yes... Joseph Borg, you are right. Airborne AIDS. And that's what this is. I mean, we've talked about this for I don't know how long. Yeah. Bat SARS and SARS added with an HIV uh, component or protein rather to infect the human ACE2 receptor. I mean, we've been talking about this 
for months now and lots of people were saying, oh, that's mainstream news. Um, how is that mainstream news? I haven't heard anyone <laughs> tell you the truth about how nasty and dirty this virus is. And no one's really brought up the fact that Fauci, Soros, Gates and Clinton all are tied into this. I mean, where where is that on the mainstream news, by the way? I, I'm I'm waiting for a response here. Is that so? Now, I got to tell you, that's news to me. What What's this about Clinton? Oh, they're all they're all big spenders out there, Mike. Now, but yeah, but when you say they're involved, uh, I mean, do you mean that they were associated with the laboratories that produced this virus? We have to understand Soros out there. He's a found. He, he funded a one hundred million dollar R and D center in Wuhan. Right. You have to remember that it takes big backers to run these things, and you need to have a government contract like Lieber did out there in Harvard. The guy who was arrested. You right. need big bucks, my friend. And Soros, right. he's always been a big spender. I mean, you can look and, all this stuff up. I mean, I'm not lying. This is out oh, there. I, I believe you. Don't, don't, please don't, don't think oh, I, I don't believe I, you. I, I, I totally you. believe yeah, you. Yeah, not you. I'm talking about the listeners out there. If they all think I'm oh. full of shit, look this up yourself. <laughs> Dr. Lieber was arrested by the FBI. He was paid big money from China. I mean, look it up. The Lieber Institute was funded by the DOD and NIH. It's all out there. You can even you could even read the affidavit. If you think you know better, be my guest. You know, the interesting thing about all this is um, uh, the fact that Soros, he, he, you know, he turns up a lot, doesn't he, Mike? He turns up a lot in the most negative places for a guy who's a billionaire. He sure is a, a, a an armpit sniffer. Honestly. An armpit sniffer. Wow. <laughs> That's being very nice. <laughs> you're being you're being too nice here. You're making me look like the villain, Mike. You need to start cursing every now and then. You know, I just I can't understand this guy. Uh, honestly, I mean, hates his own people from from as far back as World War II. Uh, I mean, gosh, just get over yourself. Well, that's how it goes, Mike. Apparently, uh, at least with him. Yes, and Mike. By the way. We don't really do this too often where it's just me and you and the listeners out there. And if anybody wants to call in, that number is 760-332-8724. We'll be talking to you all night. And I mean that in many ways. We'll be in your heads, man. Oh, yes. In your heads and in your hearts. <laughs> and hopefully other places. But, Mike, how are you handling the shutdown, the confinement well, I got to be honest with you. At this point, I am getting a little itchy. Um, you see, for me... Uh, I, I live alone and, and I live in the woods and usually every winter I'm already shut up. You know, I'm, 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 I'm closed in in my house and all I do is concentrate on painting and drawing and doing my art just, you know, to get through the next three to four, well, more like four to five months. Um, but, you know, we had that tease of warm weather out here on the East Coast and uh, I really thought we were starting to get an early spring, like a, a you know good early spring. But tonight it's going to snow, and uh, I just want to say f you, Mother Nature. Well, that sounds reasonable. <laughs> I'm I'm getting through it. No, I'm I'm joking. I'm getting through it. Um, well, there's people that are depressed already. There's people that yeah. are um, pro protesting out there in Michigan, if I recall correctly. Very That's angry right. individuals out there. And I mean, I'm, absolutely right. I'm angry too. Don't worry. I feel your concerns. I know the economy is going down to shitter, no doubt. And I heard the president speak today, and uh, he's hoping that we can start opening uh, businesses uh, little by little. Uh, we, we are at the point where we have the, the um, 
the very important businesses, business, corporations and stuff like that, and plus hospitals and fire departments and all that. Um, but at the same time, there is talk about how we're supposed to slowly start opening things up at the end of April, early May. Uh, but we still need to be cautious because like you and I have both said, this is not going to be over just like that. No, not at all. I mean, this thing stays in your system. Even if you think, right. even if you already tested positive, I mean, that is still going to cause havoc in your immune system. That's why that HIV strain is in there. Oh, doesn't it make you sick just thinking that some maniac like designed this virus to, to be so brutal and, and just just wicked? It's just wicked. It's very evil. And I mean, ironically enough, last night I was watching the movie Outbreak. Ah, and you the know, monkey. there's some interesting scenes in there right in the beginning. The Dietrich lab is talked about, and that's basically where this came in as well. That's a bio lab, Mike. Very dangerous stuff there, and I think I might have lost Mike. Uh, he must have dropped out. I'm not quite sure why, but yes, it seems like we lost Mr. Mike Hideous. Let's bring him uh, back in here. And I apologize, folks. Sometimes the internet goes crazy, and, and this time it's on his side, though. Don't blame me, I promise. Everything is um, fine here, but Mike's internet connection has not been the best, for whatever reason. And Lilith, Lilith, yeah, I know, I see that. I think people are going to be afraid to go back to work. Good point. Good point. I know, Cat. He's gone. He might be gone. Yeah, poor Mike. I don't know what's going on with him. His computer has not been the very best. And now he's sending me a message. Oh, now he's saying he's back. I guess that means he must have restarted something. Either way, let's try again, boys and girls, to bring in Mr. Mike Hideous as we continue along. And Mike, what's going on? What happened to your computer again? It's not the computer. It, it's it's Skype. Uh, Skype it's is Skype. very shitty. Yeah. But yes. Sorry about that. It's okay. I was just saying Lilith in the chat room says, I think people are going to be afraid to go back to work. And that's very true. You should be pretty much concerned about going back to work to be around your fellow coworkers who don't always have the best interest in you. They don't give a shit if you get sick. That's why people are still going to have to follow procedure. Um, you know, in order to, to keep from getting sick, it's as simple as that. That's right. You know, we, we may open up the businesses again, but you still have to follow protocol. Yeah. And it's going to be a whole new normal, as they say. Yep. Nothing At will least. go back to how it, it once was, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry. It might take some time because this virus is going to hang around for a bit. And as you've mentioned uh, a couple of times, it, it comes back. It, it's going to come back, right? So possibly by next year, whatever it may, whatever the case may be. So even though we may open up the businesses, we're going to still have to follow some protocol. Unfortunately, that's the way it's going to go. Yep. So Mike, these individuals who still want to go to church, what exactly is your current opinion on these folks? I've already mentioned how dangerous this practice will be, and I'm still getting heat from my comments telling me I need to get off my high horse. <laughs> I, well, I, I thought, really, I'm trying to save you, yet you're telling me I uh, get off my high horse. I mean, that's that's something else. You, you know what, Michael? Here's the thing. We've shut down uh, uh, places like theaters, concerts, sporting events um, because this thing is airborne. Now, if people who are religious and go to churches or synagogues or mosques um, – 
I mean, how could you not realize that you're putting yourself and or others in danger? I mean, if, if somebody's there with the virus and you're in a, a, a house of worship, the chances of getting it become greater if you're in an area that's enclosed. It's as simple as that. Well, I look forward to seeing all the new cases that will pop up in Michigan about this. It's sad. Well, well here's I shouldn't say I look forward thing. to it. I, I feel bad for these people. Look at the people at uh, Florida. They thought they were going to go get some sun and have some fun on spring break. And now a lot of them got sick. Remind me, when was spring break? Was that in March? You know, I, I, I don't even know now when exactly <laughs> that, what month it was exactly. I, I want to say it's either March or February. Something like that. I mean, if it was February, I could understand how they would probably say, eh, you know, this is no big deal. It's just a flu. You know, how's it going to affect us? But if you really think about it, I mean, we didn't really understand the severity of this of this uh, virus until what, early, mid-March? Yeah, well, actually, February to mid-April is actually when it goes, if I recall correctly. I'm pretty sure I'm right about that. And I believe we have a call already. Let's take this call. I, I think I might know this number here. So, yes, let's answer this call. Caller, what's going down? How's it going, Mr. Deacon? How are you today? I'm good. How are you, my friend? Fantastic. Just wanted to let you know you're getting a call here from St. Catharines, Ontario, Canada. Oh, Canada. Okay. Canada, way over here in the Great White North. Eh? I love that. And uh, yeah, I was just wanted to give you an update of what's going on here. Thank you. Thank you. I really wanted an update from Canada. I needed to know what's going on on the ground. I'm glad you're here. Go ahead. The, the floor is yours. Yeah. So basically what they got going on here is it's actually uh, a battle of power between our Prime Minister Trudeau and the uh, our uh, Premier, which is like your governor of Ontario, um, basically like the, 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 how do I say this? The federal government's basically imposing in front, like things you can't do in parks. It's the whole thing. It's basically like the same rhetoric. Um, and the premier is basically coming out on his daily, um, addresses stating that, like, uh, with, with no, with no out coming out and saying it, he's basically saying that, like, all the government needs to change. He's basically, uh, coming out saying that the federal government is not the way to go and that, you know, if he had his way, he'd be changing stuff. Not that I'm pro-government. I'm definitely not. I'm pro-human. And uh, he's out there. He's got the mask on the whole thing, playing it up like everyone else, and while our prime minister is basically playing dumb. Um, but, like, they've shut the parks down and stuff like that. It's not quite the police state that it is in the States. Right. But, I mean, like, they keep threatening that that's the way it is. They, they have these fines. Like, they're imposing these fines. Um, whether people are actually getting fined or saying like it's a thousand dollars if you get busted at a dog park for Christ's sake, blah blah blah. Like if you have parties, they they have the same thing about rot your neighbor out, etc. I saw that. But I mean, whether or not whether or not they're actually imposing the fines is another thing, you know. Uh, with the Facebook media and all the other nonsense, it seems as though like they keep threatening it and scaring you. But most of the people I talk to and people that I know are like, if a cop tries to come give them a fine at like with what's going on today. It's basically like tell the cop, like they're all saying, like you're going to tell the cop to fuck off, like basically. Yeah, I hear you. Sorry, excuse me. It's okay. (laughs) You could actually use profanity here. We're not a children's program at all. You know, we're not PC. I don't give a fuck who I offend. So let it all roll. It's It's okay. It's starting to get weirder because where I live, it's basically the uh, it's the wine hub. Like we have like the world's greatest wines here in the Niagara region. 
So most of the farmers and stuff like that <clears throat> are in trouble and they're crying out that wow. uh, they got crops that need to basically go and the immigrants and stuff, because, you know, uh, with us being locals, we're way too good to work on the farms. Um, <laughs> and oh, the farmers can't get here. The Jamaicans and the Mexicans can't get here to work on our farms. Right, right. So the farmers are like in panic mode because they're literally like at the time right now where it's plant season and they're screaming. So, you know, um, I don't know. We got another thing here. It's like they have this uh, kind of like the same tax be- or the break you guys got um, with giving people money. But like, again, most of the people that I know, basically like in my circle, are like, if that check comes from the government, it's like return to sender. They don't want nothing to do with it because it's not a free money check. They're going to make you pay for it one way or the other. Eventually, we'll be made yeah. to pay somehow, some way. They'll make you pay, brother. They're going to make you yeah, pay. No doubt. So, and it's just another thing. I don't know if you got how good, you, like how much you guys pay attention to Canadian politics or whatnot. But so Trudeau came out a couple of weeks ago. And uh, basically told everybody that uh, April 1st, actually, it was April 1st, um, told everybody, like, not to fear the government has your back, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but months prior, possibly, like, wh- like prior, prior, almost maybe last summer, I'd say, uh, they imposed this thing called a carbon tax. So the hell the was that? Tax, the carbon tax basically came into effect with a, with a booster on it for April 1st, right? So he came out with his daily address April 1st addressing the coronavirus, blah, 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 except, et cetera, uh, when it came time to talk about whether or not they were going to still implement the carbon tax or not, he deferred the questions. Carbon tax went in. Gas went up like 10 cents a liter, uh, whatever. And uh, <laughs> they, uh, everybody in the parliament all got their raises going through this big pandemic. Oh, how nice. So, you got to love yeah, politics uh, and politicians. It's the same thing, man. I, I watch David Icke, I watch Max Egan, I, you know, uh, Jeff Berwick, Dollar Vigilante, you, you know, all these guys that are kind of like, we're all interconnected. We all see what's going on. You know what I mean? And, There's something bigger at play really for sucks, sure. It really sucks too, because for the amount of time that like 10 years ago, I was buying silver at 45 Canadian dollars an ounce. I was right into it. I, I saw the future. I could get what was going on. I was paying attention to like Dean Clifford, uh, who really got a bad rap um, here, up here in Canada speaking about your rights and stuff like that. So like, I've been in it for a long time and I was trying to tell my friends like 10 years ago, like my family, like, you know, they wanted to lock me up and stuff. And now that it's coming, friends are all like coming out of the woods being like, Oh my God, they're on the right. bandwagon. I never now. wanted to be right. Yeah. They're, they're all on the bandwagon, right? Yeah. But I, the thing is I never wanted to be right. You know what I mean? I was kind of like getting into the whole deal, hoping that it would never happen. <laughs> oh, trust you know? me. I know. So, I know, man. I, but, uh, I've been following along so it's with, like, with with a lot of what's going yeah. on out there where you're at and with us and this coronavirus, COVID-19, I've been way ahead of the media. Well, it, it came quick and I, and I had my back up against the wall a little bit because uh, my mom was the first uh, the first person actually here in Ontario. And I, I'm not sure I haven't really I'm not sure if it's in remember back in 2004 or whatever it was. Right. Uh, she was the first person. So when she got the West Nile virus, <clears throat> spent a lot of time researching and realizing what a virus was. Um, so for this to be called a virus, what I was told by every medical professional when she got West Nile was that viruses could not be contracted through each other. Like unless literally she was bleeding into my body with blood into my, you know what I'm saying? There was no way I could contract the West Nile. Um, and for this to all come out and say it's all, it's a virus and it's contractible the way it is, man, I spent like two years to watch my mom die and come back to life every day. You You watched your mom die? Yeah, and come back to because they didn't know what it was. And that West Nile virus, I don't know if you know what it is, but it was from a mosquito, right? right? It was basically yeah. a neurological disorder, right? So 
Um, like, I'm not sure how much you know about it in California, but it was a pretty serious thing. It is very, yeah, and, it was pretty serious, but I mean, she, your mother died from this. When thing, she holy got shit. It, when she got, no, she didn't die. Oh, she, she didn't die. Lived. There's people that did die from it. Right, right. Right, but I'm, I'm saying I watched her, like, in and out every day. Like, we weren't sure. We were never knowing. And the doctors never had any answers, right? Yeah, that's pretty. So I'm saying it's pretty weird. That's pretty when scary. When this thing's going down, it's, when this thing's going down, it's weird to see how they're reacting to it. Um, and they're overreacting to it, I believe. Because what I was taught by almost every medical profession at the top hospitals here in Ontario, Canada, was that these viruses could not be contracted from person to person. And that's well, what the doctor that, was telling that's, you. That's to be debated because there are people that are, are getting sick because this particular virus is airborne. So I'm not yeah, sure. Are we I, talking I, about the coronavirus or are we talking about um, what your mother had? Oh, no, no, no. No, no. The coronavirus, I get it. But then it shouldn't be called a virus, though. Oh, okay. Okay. I get what you're you saying. You know what I mean? Like, so, like, if somebody gets sick from it, like, I don't, from what I, like, I'm no medical expert, brother. But, I mean, I spent years watching this go down with my mom. And when you're talking to, like, the head doctors of hospitals, and nobody knows exactly what she had for a while. Like, it took her almost, like, six months to get diagnosed, right? The main concern was, for everybody, whether or not she could, the whole board would get it from her. You understand? Right, right. You know, because she has it. Like, if she, like, coughs or whatever. So there was, like, an isolation period that went on for quite a bit. And, I mean, uh, just the way that they're just pumping this thing, man, like, like, I don't know. I, I Like, they say where we are, we have an outbreak. Well, I know quite a few people, and, like, you know, I'm kind of connected. And, like, I, I kind of see what they're saying about, like, the people that are dying, they're just labeling them as having the coronavirus. Because, I mean, people aren't dropping the way they say they're dropping. And our hospitals here are empty, just like they are in New York City. Like, you know, it's just a, it's a, just a weird thing. But, anyways, I don't know where we're going to go with this, but I just thought I'd give you a little heads up and tell you that – we're listening to you here in Canada, brother. Oh, I really appreciate that. And by That's the way, awesome. Yeah. By the way, is your mother okay right now? Is she fine? Yeah, she's good, but she's she's good. Um, but she never came back uh, the way she was. It like definitely changed her. You know oh I mean? no, it, it changed everything. Changed sure. like her attitude. It changed her. her uh, you know whether or not she was tired or not. She gets really tired. Gets vertigo. I mean, this was like six, fifteen years ago at least. So. Um, but she's, you know, it, it could have been a lot worse, obviously, but, uh, you know, I just, I just don't believe the hype on this thing, man. It's just, it's really strange. Like, you know, it, you figure this, this is, this is how I describe it to people. Okay. You got people that have kids that can't get daycare. They fight for daycare. Okay. These, these professional health workers have been fighting for years to get proper funding, to get all this stuff. Cancer patients, they don't get proper patients unless they got huge insurance plans or they got lots of money. Okay. Now all of a sudden you get like 20,000 people that are like, whatever, sick here and they're dropping billions of dollars. Like they almost put it, like put their own foot in their mouth, you know, like you figure the amount of people that have cancer that can't even go and get proper treatment or diabetes. My, my friend here, okay. His wife has like diabetes. She has to go to their dog vet to get the same insulin medication wow. that she does at the doctor okay. for a third of the price. So she takes her dog to the vet for like a checkup every month, right? And the vet's onto it, the vet gets it, just so she can get her insulin at a cheaper price. But they're not I got getting a question for you. To billion dollars, okay? You know what I mean? Yeah, hold on one second. Go, go ahead, Mike. I, I have a question for you. What's your name, caller? James. James. Um, You're in Canada, you said, right? Well, apparently it's it, 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 it's it's a landmass that's apparently in North America, surrounded by water and land. 
Okay. <laughs> so here's my point is you're saying that you're having a lot of problems out there with uh, people who have illnesses and can't either get what they need or get proper treatment. Did you ever right. think that maybe it has something to do with socialized medicine? No, I believe it has to do with rank in society. Okay. That's all it is, man. Like you got the homeless problem. Okay. They're going to put billions of dollars of this and not know where a dollar of their money went or where it's going to come back. And people are still living under bridges. Good people. Okay. Good people are living out in the fucking streets with addictions to things that they can't control because a doctor who is supposed to be well-educated pumped them full of pills. Okay. And you got people and families that have been destroyed. People lost houses, almost everything they have. But you can't get proper education or funding to the opiate epidemic. But as soon as this comes up, or suicides, whatever, there's no funding for it. You try to get daycare, good luck. You're working to pay for your daycare for your kids. But this is now this comes up, and within a month, they have billions of dollars all of a sudden to give out. You know, well, I was taught the, a the lot government, the government always has billions and billions of dollars. They just don't give it away. That's the way they make it sound, man. That's what everyone thinks. What, like, come on, how, you're going to come up with a, I don't know, what they call it in the States, $3 trillion fucking bailout for this? It's all going to go to the banks. It's all. It's not going to get to the people that need it. It never does. <laughs> I, I disagree. I already know people who are receiving the checks. Well, I know people that got it already. Oh, 100%. No, 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 no. Sure. Get, no, no. Hey, brother, I'm on your side. People here are getting checks, too, and there's people that need the checks here. I get it. But at the end of the day, they're going to make you pay for it. It's It's not free, man. You know, and Unders- you're understandable. Guess what? It'll- they're going to they're, they're gonna come up with something where it's going to say like, hey, we gave you a check, so you have to get this vaccine now. Okay? We have this we have this ability to say no to vaccines right now. When they start throwing it back in your face, you, you just wait and see. It's, that, it's, it's that's gonna that's left in. to be determined and to be seen yet. I mean, there is talk about that, but there, you know, so far there hasn't been any uh, mandatory, you know, slamming down the gavel and, and, and gaveling and saying, look, you got to get this done. So let's see what happens because we're not at that point yet. So we can't speculate oh, no, on, hey, on what's going to happen. Hey, brother, I'm optimistic and I have been off the grid. Uh, well, not off the grid per se, but like I haven't had a bank account in almost 12 years and okay. I managed to get by. But I'm no, but I'm just saying is that they'd eventually come back for it one day or another, man. It's just and I was always and just on end note, because I like I could talk to you guys all night and I don't want to tie up whatever agenda uh, you guys have. But I'll just leave it at this. I was taught a long time ago. OK, if 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 the country or the the uh whatever, the region that you want to call your country or whatever, is massively amount in debt to the International Monetary Fund, billions of dollars, then basically the money you're using is worthless. So how exactly could you ever have personal debt? Have personal what? Have personal you debt. cut out there. The funds you're using are worthless, and you can never have personal debt. <laughs> Think about it. Uh, have a good night, guys. And there he goes. Hey, man, you're $24 trillion in debt. You'll never pay it back. They say every American apparently owes $200,000 before they're even born. If that's the case, your mortgage and anything that you owe money on is null and void. Think about it. What do you owe? If they owe and their dollars are worthless, then you, you have no personal debt. Take it to a judge. He'll agree. <laughs> Cheers. Have a good night, guys. Have a good night. I'll Take call care. in next time I catch you guys in the live. You got it, brother. Take care. Take care, bro. Be Thanks well. for calling us from Canada. Bye bye. Yeah. And there he goes. A friend in Canada. The friend we needed that we never knew. It's a good call. Interesting. Yeah, really interesting. Now, there was someone else calling in. I don't know who it was, but let's give them a call back, Mike. They did leave a a voice message here, but I 
did not listen to it at all. So, <laughs> okay. I wonder who it is. Caller, what's going on? Hey, is this Mike? It sure is. How are you? Hey, how's it going, Mike? Oh, I was just calling in to talk to Setzer. Is he on yet? Talk to who? Setzer. Oh, Jim's not going to be in here tonight. I apologize. I don't know what happened to the professor. Uh, no worries. Yeah, I don't know what, what happened to him. He oh, was, that's too bad. Yeah, I was... I, I've heard a lot of shows uh, with you and Setzer. It's, it's, been, it's been good. Yeah, it's been fun, right? Yeah, it's been a great time. Uh, that dude, uh, he's like one of uh, America's like smartest men right now, isn't he? Who, Jim? That guy's like an instrument of Jim's awesome brain power. Uh, you know, I, I don't un, I don't understand how the man could even uh, breathe. Well, that's what he does yeah. nonstop. So that's the, the guy learns how to circular breathe. He's a freight train. Out, you know, stop talking. Uh, he's a, he's a literally <laughs> he goes and goes and goes. It's amazing. It really is amazing. <laughs> he's you know, a, go ahead. You try to get a word over on him, he he just dominates you. He's the, you know, the, oh, that's like the caller comes in and just like, no, no, I'm talking now. <laughs> I can sit there. I got something. Me- I, I got something better to say. But he does to his credit. But like, you know, it's amazing, right? It really is. He, he's quite talented, and that's why I call him the freight train. The freight train. Perfect name. Perfect name. That's the per- the most perfect name. And by the way, where, where are you at, my friend? You know uh, Campbell, California. I sure the hell do. <laughs> yeah, all the way fucking up here in Campbell, California. I'm in El Centro, USA. I'm in El Centro. Of course, I know where you're at. Yeah, yeah, I know El Centro. Fuck, you know, why are you still there? I, that's what I say every day. <laughs> but I mean that's now, what you every day. Hey, but now it makes much more sense because home now, home, my brother, home is home. I get it. Well, the thing is, now it's even better to live away, uh, sequestered that's away true. from humanity. Yeah, you're super self isolating. It's way Nobody better wants to be out there. That's true. Really? Man, El, uh, El, El Centro is that isolated from the rest of the country? It's pretty, it's pretty isolated, Mike. I mean, I'm out here. There's it, there's a big population, but not like a San Diego or where our caller is. Not not like that. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm in gotcha. uh, like the San Jose Bay Area. Yeah. We got millions of co- uh, Coronas out here for sure. Word. It, it's a lot nicer out there where he's at, Mike. Good weather, nice uh, oh, people, yeah. beautiful I've women. There. I've been there. It's beautiful. It's a good place. And, and by the way, caller, yeah, now that beautiful, I... beautiful, but you pay for it for sure. Word. Oh, of course. And and by the way, caller, now that I have you here, what exactly are your thoughts on COVID-19 and what's going on, the lockdown? Should we get out of it already and continue business as usual? What's your What's your idea here? Well, my, my life has gone business as usual. Uh, I haven't been back to work, but, uh, my, my opinion on it all is it's a government, it's a government ploy just, you know, to change shit up again. Just like another fucking 9-11. I agree. Just going to change everything because of this Corona fuckhead. And who, who knows what's going to happen now, but I wouldn't be surprised if we go to war with China. That's what I'm, this. Oh, that's what I'm wondering. We have a trillion dollar debt with you. You cause all this damage. Now we don't owe you anything. And then China is going to be like, no, fuck you. And then we're going to go fuck to war. You. You know, so. <laughs> I love the accent fuck there. You, man. <laughs> that's true, though. I mean, that's, you... that's why I pit it all out. I think it's just a big fucking farce. Well, I don't know if it's a complete farce, but it definitely feels like this was something planned. No doubt. Definitely you know what? Fuck the Chinese sure. government. Those sons of bees. They, they, the they were the ones who put the whole world in this situation. So I used to love China. I used to love it. And, and now everything I've learned 
working on this show with Michael and, and from all the guests that we've had on, I have learned so much that I'm at the point, you know what, F China's government, not the people. I have Absolutely. nothing against the people. It's the government and what they've been trying to do to this country for as long as they have. I have no respect for them anymore. Yeah, they're twisted fucks. I agree with you completely. I'm with you. And I have one more um, question here. What's your take on the sexual allegations of one Joe Biden? Well, I mean, (laughs) he said, listen, nothing makes me hornier than standing next to a 14-year-old girl. Good Lord. (laughs) What what the fuck is that? I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is, right? Yeah, that's, uh, you know. My goodness. Either way, you know, we're, we're fucked either way. Trump. Biden, it doesn't matter who. They're, they're all a puppet. It doesn't matter. I think they all might be on it. <laughs> you know, left, right, we're all fucked. It doesn't matter which way we choose. We, you know, and in California, we, we don't have a vote. Yeah, we we're, don't have any vote. for some, uh, what do you call that? Dinosaur, what, what is it Pelosi? called? Yeah, yeah, there you go. It, it, it's, it's a big joke. I'm with you on that one. This all seems like one big joke to me, to be honest. Yeah, the best thing you can do is just laugh, you know, laugh and try to enjoy yourself. Enjoy the end times, right? That's it. You know, live today like, you know, there is no tomorrow. Which there will be, but, you know. Of course there will be. Live it up, Mike. Well, you have to. You have to. You have to, because pretty soon we'll be having to get vaccinated regardless. Oh, yeah, fuck that. No forced vaccination for me. I'm going to Canada. Well, that's why we have Bill Gates out there. Very, very oh, yeah. heavy the on that. Man and fucking technology. Brilliant. Yeah, it's um quite something else once you really look into his past and all the people that he's connected to or connected with, rather. Um, it's it's really eye opening if you actually knew. Hey, so you, you started this show, what, about a year and a half ago? Uh, late. A couple years ago? Yeah, a couple years ago. Yeah, I caught that right when you started getting on YouTube and Google was censoring all your shit with, uh, with Spetzer. Oh, of course. And, you know, they're knocking down his videos. Uh, I'm glad you got ahead of the game. And you, you don't put his name on the title anymore. That, that's, that's well, brilliant. I can't. I can't do that. We're yeah, gonna you get, can't. We're going to get shut off. Fucking get flagged instantly. Exactly. Wait, who, who? If you put Jim's name on, on, uh, your show? That's right. Yeah. I don't understand why. On the show, Google flags it and removes it. Pretty much. Oh, yeah, yeah, cause, oh cause okay. They're, they're truth-hating fucking sons of bitches, that's why. Wow. Oh, man, I didn't know that, Michael. Oh, yeah, my, yeah, my original channel fun. was um, taken down. That's why there's another one. The original channel had about 5,000 subscribers. Oh, my. Dude, the original channel, you had you had shows with John Lear right. and Jim Fetter. That is one of my all-time favorite episode ever. I used to listen to that pretty classic. Like religiously. Yeah, it's a pretty classic show that a lot of people um are not not even aware of that that even happened. Yeah, that wow. that was that's an iconic show of all time. I agree. Spencer and Jim Lear, that that is two powerful individuals. Even Lear asked them if he if he even breeds. <laughs> that's right. I remember that. Yeah, that was gold. <laughs> uh, he was like, I want to ask Jim something. How how do you breed? Yeah, that, <laughs> that's a great question. Classic. <laughs> That was classic. Yeah. All right, Mike. I'm going to eat some dinner, right, buddy. Go ahead. Enjoy yourself. Mr. Hideous, always a pleasure. I'll talk to you hey, guys. Hey, man, thank time. you. Yeah, thanks for the thank, call. Thanks care, for boy. calling. Take care. And there he goes, Mike. That was a great caller out of California. You know, I love my fellow countrymen. Cal- Californians. Californians, countrymen. We're all one here, Mike. Oh, I know. That's why I said a countrymen. Unique, a, a unique, yeah, you're basically your own country out there. <laughs> basically, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I, I I often wonder if if California will eventually branch off 
from the United States or fall off into the ocean. Well, that's what it seems like, Mike. <laughs> that's what it really does seem like. Well, one way or another, I'm sure uh, I'm sure something will happen. But, you know, it's interesting because California has a whole set of its own rules um, uh, compared to a lot of other states in the country. Very. In fact, you got to almost say to yourself that it's uh, a one sided government because it's pretty much all democratic. It's pretty nasty out here. And caller, go ahead. What's going on? You were live on the air. Hey, how's it going? My name's uh, Pete. What's up, buddy? I, uh, I met, I, uh, I met Mike Kittius in uh, 2002 at a dancing show. Ah, in Philadelphia. okay. Yeah. What's your name? You drew me that picture. Uh, Pete. Oh, Pete. Peter What's Ro- up, man? I, yeah. I'm the one that drew you that monster on the, on, the, on the piece of paper. Yeah, it was a great time. Ah, I still got that photo. Um, somebody took it of us and uh, you sent it to me. Yeah, it was uh, so long ago. I remember that. I remember it clearly that we were all waiting to uh, to, to talk to Danzig. Yeah, he drew me a picture too. Did he really? My birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great, man. Thank you for calling. How you doing? What's up? What can we do for you? Uh, not much. I just got done work, so uh, worked at UPS. So everyone's ordering everything. Got to get their stimulus checks. <laughs> oh, I bet you're busy out there. I was just going to yeah. say that. You being Crazy. careful? Oh yeah, I'm not really worried about the virus. So that's good. good. Where are you out in Philly? Uh, close. I'm like uh, South Jersey, like five miles from Philly. South so, Jersey. Okay. okay. Where? Where in North Jersey? Uh, South Jersey. Uh, Stratford, New Jersey. Hmm. I can't yeah, honestly like say Cherry I don't Hill. recall where that is. What? You know where uh, Cherry Hill, New Jersey? Is? Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah, it's right around there. Okay. Yeah, I had to leave New Jersey. Uh. Too corrupt, uh, high taxes, uh, uh, everything was high in inflation and um, very high in cancer and pollution. So I had to get out. I couldn't stand it. So I'm living in Pennsylvania now. Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I used to go up to you. North Jersey back in the day when you uh, DJed at that club. Oh, when I, I used to DJ at QXTs in Newark. Yeah, that place was great, man. Yeah, they're still open. They still, uh, the old, in fact, the, the same promoter who used to. Um, they're still open. Yeah, yeah. The, the same promoter who hired me to DJ back in early 2000, he's back now. And they, uh, the ownership has changed hands and they're doing really good. So um, they keep asking me to come out and DJ and I keep turning them down because, uh, well, everything's done electronically now. And I'll, I'm still old school. I have records and CDs. So. Uh, I don't know how to DJ from a from a computer. Yeah, I used to go to all those clubs, uh, Connections 13 and uh, Dingbats. Dingbats is still places. around, but Connections is gone. Yeah, they were uh, tossing beers out to kids and stuff last time I went there. <laughs> yeah, I know I was there when that happened. The sad part fact, is none yeah. of these places are going to even be around anymore, Mike. Well, look at look at all the clubs that have have closed. I I, I can honestly tell you, from my heyday uh, with Empire Hideous, um, all the clubs—not all of them, but the majority and probably ninety-five percent of them that I used to frequent in New York are gone. Even some of them in, in Jersey are gone. But you know what? That's what happens. It, you know, old clubs go, new clubs come come out. Um, one of the saddest things about any of the clubs in New York City is the Limelight, which uh, if anybody is unfamiliar with the name of Limelight, it's, uh, it was an old church that was converted in the 70s to become around – I'm going to say around 77 
uh, it became a club and it was my all time favorite nightclub to go to. Uh, just complete debauchery going on in just about every room. Uh, but yeah, that, that's a, that's actually a, um, it's a gym now. Go yeah, figure. that place, they made a movie about that, right? Yes, as a light. matter of fact. I was just reading yeah. about that a month ago. Yeah. I, I haven't seen it. I don't know if it's coming out or came out, but, uh, you know, if you're, if you're interested, we have, um, you want to catch a good show on the, uh, the 21st of this month. We have Michael Alago coming on and Michael is, uh, he's got a film out on Netflix called who the fuck is that guy? Uh, and he's also oh, got a I book that, that just came out. Have you, have you seen the movie? Yeah, that was a great film. What a great film. He's going to be on, he's going to be on here on the 21st. Uh, so if you get a chance, listen, cause he's got a lot of great stories to tell. Oh, sweet. Definitely check that out. Right on. Yeah. That's going to be fun. Really fun. Looking forward to that. Too. And caller, what's going on with you out there? Are you okay with the lockdown? Are you going insane like the rest of America seems to be going uh, through? Well, I'm actually allowed to work, so oh, you're I just fine. Take all overtime. Yeah, you're good then. <laughs> yeah, you're I fine. I guess I'm lucky. I'm, I'm just worried about you know the waitresses and people I can't work. You know, right? That's right. Yeah, terrible times, but historical times nonetheless. Indeed. We'll get through it. We'll get through it. Yeah, I always say that every show, that these are historical times, and these are sort of things that will be told uh, way after we're gone. Indeed. Good times. So what else is going on, Pete? Yeah, what, what else you got? Uh, not much. I just uh, I want to tell you guys I love listening to the show because I listen to it while I'm working, you know? So it really helps pass the time. Good. Very nice. Thank you so much. And uh, I'm so glad you called in and uh, I absolutely remember who you are. Very cool. Yeah, that was a great time. <laughs> I mean, like you guys, you guys are out there till like one in the morning. Uh, yeah, I think we stood online for about two hours. Yeah, he, he just hung out there till like two in the morning, you know, making that's sure he met the, everyone. That's what Glenn does. He'll meet every single person waiting to meet him or get an autograph and, uh, uh, oddly enough, I happened to be the very last person on that line. <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's like that. He always, he always reaches out for the fans. Um, that's how Glenn is. Yeah. Are, are you playing soon anytime with the Empire um, videos? That's a very good question. Uh, we played three shows last summer. In fact, two shows in the summer, one show, um, on November 30th. Uh, and you know, we got a good response. A lot of people came out to the shows, but, um, the thing is, it's a little different for me now and not because I'm older, um, and a little fatter. Uh, but you know, back in the day, uh, you know, as far back as 2006, I used to have a rehearsal studio and I was very militant with the, with the band members. And I used to say, you know, you know, three days a week, three hour rehearsals and, you know, practice, 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 practice. And then we would do a show. We had, you know, we had all this equipment. I mean, we had all this equipment and, and stage props and we had road crew, everything, you know? So now it's not like that anymore. And I'm very, very, very meticulous with things. And, you know, I'd like to do a couple more shows, but times have changed. Um, it's not exactly how it was, you know, 14, 15 years ago. So I don't know. If anything, I can honestly say this may be my very last year. If we do any more gigs, this may be my very last year. I got to make sure I catch it then. 
Well, that's right. If, if you, I know you're um, you're on the, the fan page for Facebook with me, right? Uh yes. Okay, so if anything happens, we you know of course I'll make an announcement through that, and uh, hopefully if I'm still on the show by the time we have a gig, I can make an announcement on the show as well. That's if oh, Michael cool. doesn't fire me. That's true. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll let you guys go. Uh, I just want to say I love the show. Thank you so for much, sure, Pete. buddy. Thanks for calling in. Take care of yourself. No problem. You too. Take care, buddy. And there he goes. That was nice. Pretty nice callers, after all. Yeah. That's a change. <laughs> that is a major change in my in my book. Good. Glad to hear it. Yeah, that's good. I'm I'm glad the callers are are doing well tonight. I'm glad everyone's okay. And yes, the UPS worker I wish to bring in was fired. Wish I could bring that guy in. Really? Yeah, he was fired because he didn't want to uh, deliver packages. He thought protocol down here was um, shit. Hmm. So that's why I asked that guy if he's doing well. Is he still busy? Uh, if he's if he's handling the lockdown well. I mean, some people are being laid off or they're being fired. Rather, yep. There's different shit going on. That's why I asked. Well, I mean, I where I live, I see the UPS guy go down my street four or five times a day. Yeah, there's so, some of them are doing just fine. Yeah, yeah. For how yeah, long? Like, <laughs> you know, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this the thing should... is, you, you got to ask yourself, like, you know, I don't know if there's anybody out there who's a postman or or, or, or a UPS or FedEx or whatever delivery service. Do these people get scared? I mean, that guy, the last caller, Pete, said that he wasn't. But um, at the same time, there must be people out there that must be concerned. Uh, no, you know what, are. Michael? It's a two-way street on this subject because some people firmly believe that it's nothing to worry about and other people are completely petrified. Well, I think the people that say that are probably clutching their pearls. And that's much more of a security blanket that they present to um, us. And not exactly what they really feel inside. You think? Uh, yeah. Psychology. Okay. Nine out of ten times. I'll take your word for it. And some people have confirmation bias, Mike. You know that. Of course. So we see it all the time here. <laughs> we see it all the fucking time here. <laughs> I'm sorry, well, but that's just the truth. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. But uh, it, it's so it's so hard to re- like. Well, Mike, there's, as- there's a reason why every time I ask someone who has these sort of feelings if they would volunteer to contract the virus, none of them are uh, cheerful of wanting to contract said virus. I wonder and, and, why. And how would you reply if someone said that to you? If they said they wouldn't get it? No, no, no. If, if, if well, like you just said, if, if they were to, um, if they were to volunteer to contract the the virus. I'd say they are very brave and very dumb. And, and, and would you not consider volunteering to contract it for medical research? No, I'm good. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm good. My immune system is probably not the best. Really? Maybe. I don't know. You never know. <laughs> I mean, I haven't got, I, I've never had cancer before. Well, you're so young. Shit, you know, you never know. You're young. You're in good shape. You're healthy. I mean, you used to be a boxer. Do you still box? Not in a while. But still, you, you, you've you done it. So Of you, course. You're not yeah, out yeah. of shape. You're not flabby. You're in good shape. I'm in decent I don't, shape. Yeah. I don't think you would have, uh, a, I mean, yeah, I'm sure that if you contracted the virus, it would probably be an issue. But at the same time, being young and healthy, you'd probably get through it, as most young, healthy people have been getting through it. Right, right. It's only the very uh, 
those individuals out there who have a very bad immune system to compromised begin with, immune, yeah, right? People that are really wrecked as it is. But yeah, hey, you never like know. Myself. There, there's been people though that are healthy. Nothing wrong with them to go down from this virus. Well, um, you know, it, it's funny you bring that up because when I heard on the news today, somebody had made a comment about how they're making these uh, these statements about how many people are dead each day from they're saying the virus, but the fact is some of them haven't even been tested. A lot of people haven't been tested. Yeah, so the question remains, are they dying from Chinese virus or are they dying from something else? Just who knows? Kidney failure, uh, uh, I don't know, aneurysm. It's probably whatever. not good to um, sort of complicate your already compromised immune system with a new virus. <laughs> it's probably not good. No, not at all. Of course not. So, I mean, yeah, it is interesting to have these folks saying that this is a hoax. Yet none of them are willing to step up to the plate and actually get the virus themselves. Exactly. I think that's rather amusing in my opinion. Well. That's just my opinion, though. I could be wrong. Anything's possible, I think, at this point in the game. It really is. And by the way, I had a clip here from Alex Jones, of all people. Okay. I thought it was kind of interesting what he said. He wasn't exactly wrong on what he was uh, relaying here. Let's run the audio. Let's check it out. It's Sunday, April 12th, year is 2020. Here's Alex Jones with the weird, annoying um, siren going off. I, I don't exactly know why he has the siren going on. An article appeared last night in the Daily Mail. You got to love his voice, by the way, Mike. press release. I do. Documents put out by the communist Chinese saying that, okay, we were working with COVID-19 type viruses with bats at the Wuhan Level 4 bioweapons facility, but... Don't blame us. We didn't do it on purpose. We're not sure how it happened, but Obama and the NIH and Fauci, starting in 2012, gave us all these grants and all this money to do it. Now, why would they do that? Because they know that we're exposing them. They know major institutes have scanned the viruses and know that it's man-made. It's not just from some cave. And they know that they then cultured it inside piglets that were fed dead piglets. See right there, <sighs> Mike, you, you have to understand, he's not wrong at that by that part at all. Uh, which kind part of, are we talking about? Well, everything so far, he's been kind of on the money. Okay. So far. So far. Let's continue. Right. That were killed with the virus so that they could then harvest the virus in mass, weaponize it and produce it. And then right when Taiwan rebelled, right when China was about to be overthrown by people resisting it, right when the globalists couldn't get rid of Trump, the very globalists that gave China the weaponized COVID-19 Wuhan virus, the very globalists that set China up, very globalists that wanted to remove Trump, told Xi Jinping, you release it, we'll shut down Taiwan, we'll shut down your own people. We'll then say you did a great job, reopen your economy. We'll then launch it into the West. Trump will never know what hit him. We'll tell them that Trump's got too strong a response at first. He'll relax the response. Judges will block him. Once it hits the United States, we will then blame him for every death and say he must be removed from office. It'll kill the economy, the thing supporting him. That's what happened. We said that nine months ago is what the evidence showed. Had top experts like Dr. Boyle, who wrote the U.S. Biological Weapons Law, joining us next hour. And we have articles and documents and scientific research. I'll show you right now where this was going on five years ago and was a national debate only three years after it started. Scientists were like, why are you giving gain of function, meaning airborne, weaponized, common cold to the Chinese, a chimera virus that you can add viruses onto, a cutout virus? 
China can't produce that. At least they couldn't five years ago. The U.S. government gave them that virus that they could then load anything they wanted into. And they loaded the Wuhan virus into it because it's a coronavirus. And so is that virus. I will show you mainline news five years ago saying, what are you doing giving China gain of function? So China's saying to the NIH, the deep state, the globalist, hey, you're going to hang us out to drive for the virus you gave us. You're going to let Trump come out with Senator Cotton and Senator Hawley and, and you know Alex Jones and, and Rush Limbaugh and Sean Hannity and Tucker Carlson and, and 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 even Bill Maher comes out and says if China did this on purpose, it's war. Friday night, right. as America right. wakes up to this and says, yeah, it's an economic weapon, and yeah, you covered it up, and yeah, it came out of your laboratory. They're like, whoa, 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 hold your horses there, Tex. Here's the documents we were given this in all these studies by Obama and by Fauci and the NIH. Of course, you've got Bill Gates and the globalists and all the money and the Rockefeller Foundation that did lockstep 10 years ago, a big public paper about world government martial law using a deadly airborne virus that hits the lungs. You've got event 201 last year conducted by Bill and Gates, 65 million die from an airborne coronavirus. They bring in world government. They tabletopped and exercised all this. And then Bill Gates has all the shows come out about him as a hero during a pandemic. And Bill Gates has the, not the vaccine ready, but the actual clone of this virus, this, this, this master virus ready two years ago. He's got that. This has all come out. But now he's the savior everywhere saying, you don't leave your house till you've had the shot. You'll have to have a digital tattoo in the vaccine under your skin before you can go to school. That's ABC News. Children will have to have this to go to school. Yeah. Most people can say whatever they want about Alex Jones. And for the most part, they're right. However, on this, on this instance, however, he is dead on correct about what he's been spewing out right now. And of course, I don't like everything Alex says. I think some of the things he has said in the past have been ridiculous, no doubt. But on this instance here, he's been dead on. So let me get this straight, Michael, and, and, and help me out here to understand completely. What he's saying is that Obama's people or, or administration, they were the ones who hired the Chinese to work on this thing and then release it? Well, I wouldn't say they released it purposely. Okay, so, but when he mentioned about the pandemic coming about and then Trump being, you know, hit hard and being blamed for him, uh, being blamed for not handling it right and then being removed for office, I'm trying to understand that. What exactly is, are they saying? Like, how would that happen? Why would President Trump be ousted for not being able to handle this if Indeed, it was Hussein Obama and his people who, what am I trying to say here, who sort of set it up. Am I making sense? You're making sense, Mike, but you you definitely have to go back and see the money trail, Mike. Okay, so do you understand this? Give me a basic rundown here. Where do we begin, Mike? For years, they've they've been studying this and messing with this virus since... 2015, I believe. Well, actually going back even further, 20, uh, 2007 rather is when they were first experimenting with this virus in Wuhan. And it was, it was financed by the Obama administration. We well, have to understand these people are, they've always worked uh, alongside with each other, Mike. They've who, always who funded we money. About? Who are we talking, I'm talking about? talking about Obama and, and Fauci. These right. individuals okay. have always been involved with with uh, the lab work that's been going on for a long time. But I, I'm I'm really concerned. I'm trying to understand what he's saying about the association of of Obama Hussein 
and the Chinese uh, government and or the lab workers, were they specifically paid by the Obama administration to to do this virus? And, and oh, of course, Mike, this is a DOD project, Mike, Department of Defense. This was weaponized okay. and brought to Fort Detrick and overseen by Fauci. And Obama shut it down in 2015. What the F, man? Goes, you gotta, look, the- you gotta look back into all this that's been going on. And a lot of people don't even understand. Hey, re- remember, remember when that piece of crap Hussein Obama was in office and Syria it was doing chemical warfare with the, with the rebels? Remember, I remember, remember the big deal about, oh, don't use chemical warfare. Don't, what is this? This is the same thing. It's, it's biological, but it's, it's the same principle. What the hell is wrong with these people? Honestly, let's oh, it just gets me so angry. Let's continue with the clip, Mike. Let's do it. This isn't Alex Jones warning of it, saying it'd be Bill Gates later in a release bioweapon. It's been done. But I knew that if we exposed that the Chi-Coms released to shut down Taiwan, shut down their own people, had been promised by the World Health Organization, the UN, that they'd be seen as heroes, but that Trump would then be blamed as the bad guy. Xi Jinping went for it, allowed its release, allowed incubation in Wuhan. And then the Democrats said, leave the borders open, leave the planes open, go to Chinatown. They tried, the federal judges tried to block Trump for a few weeks, blocking the flights eight, nine weeks ago. They got in, it incubated, NIH brought in Americans that had it, turned them loose in San Antonio, turned them loose in New York, turned them loose in, in Seattle, LA, Portland. This is all on record. I'm watching all this, seeing it. And then suddenly they go from Trump, don't stop it, there's no problem, the virus is a hoax, to it's your fault, Trump, you didn't do enough. Once they knew there was enough people here to have some death. And there it is. Oh, Wuhan's not involved. Oh, their their level four bioweapons lab's not involved. Oh, never mind Alex Jones. And, you know, the top weapons experts he has on saying five years ago Obama transferred this to them and eight years ago uh, uh, did the contracts. We've already exposed all this. I've already had Dr. Boyle on and others Six, seven, eight, nine weeks ago, over and over again, saying it's a gain of function bioweapon released out of Wuhan. Videos with millions of views at Bandai Video. And then the communist Chinese desperately release a document to one of the biggest papers in the world, the Daily Mail. And the headline earlier was, oh, they tested on bats with COVID-19. And but they're not sure that's where. And I said, that's they don't get the hit piece while the Chinese did this. It's to blame America and to blackmail the West saying, you release this, we'll expose your deep state operatives at NIH that gave it to us. And sure enough, they changed the headline saying, America scandal gave the bioweapon to them. It's all America's fault. Wow. I mean, this is so epic. And then in live time, they're changing the article and removing what it said earlier about the NIH and Fauci transferring it to them. But we have it all saved at a place called Infowars.com. Wuhan Lab was performing experiments on bats from coronavirus caves. But now they've changed the headline to say it's America's fault. Here's our article. Global bombshell. China admits to harvesting and testing COVID-19-like coronavirus at Wuhan Lab. And they even admit COVID-19 specifically, but our article lays it all out, even has the screenshots of how the Daily Mail has now changed their headline and removed stuff. Wuhan Lab was performing coronavirus experiments on bats from the caves where the disease is believed to have originated with a three million pound grant from the U.S. That has now been completely changed. Go ahead if you want and put the new headline up. 
Now, there it is. Revealed U.S. government gave 3.7 million grant to Wuhan lab at Center of Coronavirus League Security that was performing experiments on bats from caves where the disease is believed to have originated. Now, why are they doing all this? Because, yes, it came out of Wuhan. Yes, it came out of the lab. Yes, Obama and the globalists funded this so China could release it on their enemies later and use this economic weapon against America and have the martial law lock down the forced inoculation. But when you read the headline, it didn't come from the bats. It came from the United States of America and the globalists and Obama and Fauci running it. Here is the scientist.com article from five years ago. I keep harping on lab made coronavirus triggers debate. And it goes on to say the gain of function is what worries them. They've even gone and tried to edit this and pull stuff out, but it's on the way back machine saved. Why would you give them an airborne weaponized chimera genetically engineered from four viruses to China? Because it's the carrier they need to then splice viruses with it, inject it into piglets who then die. And they take the dead piglet meat, feed it to other piglets, then they drain the blood out of those piglets and strain out all the viruses. By the way, you can go read the Chinese government report. They admit all this. But they say, America told us, Obama told us, Fauci told us, and they're saying, hey, you get Trump off our ass. We did all this for you. You gave it to us. And and then, and of course, it was all pointed at America, though, when Trump got in and the economy and everything else. Oh, Xi Jinping did a great job a month ago. America's done a bad job. China can reopen. We can never reopen because here's the key to everything. If President Trump gets out and says communist China working with traders in America, Hollywood, and the EU globalists have launched this whole attack on us economically. They're pissed this happened. They hit how bad it was, bare minimum. It came out of their lab. Did they release it on purpose or by accident? It doesn't matter. And damn right, Fauci and the NIH and Obama are involved in all this too. We're shutting down these level four bioweapons labs. We're going to prosecute the people that have been involved. We're going to shut all this down. And this is over. Then it's the right thing to do. The economy comes back. People aren't mind controlled by this, by the very group, Fauci, that works for Soros and for uh, uh, Bill Gates and others can't use it to terrorize us and control us because they're the very ones that are behind it all, like James Bond supervillains, next level, clearly having the motive, the history, and now their fingerprints all over it, caught red-handed because now there's infighting between the Shycoms and the deep state in America to try to take down Trump. Trump can now expose this. It's all coming out in the open. And the Shycoms are having to admit that they're the ones that actually bred this up, but are saying, hey, you told us to do it. It doesn't matter. We now expose Fauci, Bill Gates, the globalist, Hillary Clinton, Obama for doing it. And it's game over for them because that's what I told you nine weeks ago. This is and that's what this is. And that's why this is so damn incredible. And he's not wrong. He has most of the story correct there. Michael. Did I ever tell you about the wet dream that I have? Oh my god! Every night, I I I am just itching. Wet dream. Wet dream, <laughs> like like pee my whole bed. Oh, no. Let me tell you, I dream of the day Hillary Clinton and Hussein Obama get locked up. That might happen one day. But you know. <sighs> With everything that's come out after this this stupid ass impeachment and all this other nonsense that Pelosi and Schiff and all these other dimwits have been have been have been doing, um, I haven't seen much justice. I really haven't, uh, and it's really irking me. And I'll tell you, if if this guy is right on what he said, I swear to you, I I I just I hope and pray that Hillary Clinton and Barack Barry. Hussein Obama go to jail. I, I couldn't have a, a more exciting wet dream than to see them go to go to jail. Well, I mean, you already had Jeff Prather on here. 
that confirmed the story already. Right, right. I mean, I don't know how much more clear one can be about the true origins of this. Sure, it, it was started there, but also brought here to be worked on at Fort Dietrich, level yeah, but four the thing lab. Is, you don't hear about any of this on mainstream news. They won't. They ain't gonna talk about it. Well, of course not, not Mike. I, I, I forgot we were a, a mainstream source. Remember, like that that person there. Yeah. Fucking dumb idiot. See, that's the thing. It, 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 it's the media who really isn't doing their job. They're not. They're not doing the proper uh, background checks on and and really doing their homework to, to check on this. Because could you imagine if if the media really did its effing job that that maybe we'd probably get some things done in this country. But no, all they do all day long, MSNBC, uh, 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 CNN, all the major news channels, all they do 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, piss all over Trump. He is no good. It's all about hatred. That's it. I hope not. But it seems that way, right? I'm afraid it is. It seems that way. I'm afraid it is. Because no matter where you look, uh, any of those other news channels – they're they're all bitching about Trump. That's all they do. Look at Pelosi. Pelosi is still trying to now she's she's conducting an investigations about whether or not President Trump has done the right thing. Jesus, it, 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 Pelosi, why don't you do your goddamn job and stop worrying about the president in this fantasy land of yours and get your job done? Your 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 country is already your country. Your state is already a mess. Look at look at San Francisco. Just just a filthy mess at this point. What has she done except for bitch and complain about the president? What have all the Democrats done except for bitch and complain about the president? They have done nothing. Oh, they never do. They never do. No, and it's really frustrating. I, I want justice. I want something to be done about this. And it's getting me really aggravated knowing that nothing is being done. Yeah, that's the sad part, Mike. And that's why most of America out there does not tr- uh, trust the mainstream at all. How can you? Because of things like this. Exactly. I mean, they're not even talking about how this was even created, how this was bioengineered. It's really uh, ridiculous. It is. And I'll tell you, it's a sad day in America when things like this uh, occur. You know, I've never seen such hatred for a president. I really haven't. In all my lifetime, and I, I'm sure you could say the same thing. No, oh, I can. Even before this even started, uh, the Democrats were very angry with the possibility of Donald Trump becoming president, really. They were already trying to get him out of there before he was even uh, running. Yeah, the the day of his inauguration, I believe it was. They were impeachment, impeachment, and then that 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 oh that that idiot, uh, what's her name, Waters, uh, the 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 black woman, uh, I can't remember her name. Oh my gosh, she pisses me off. Impeach forty five, impeach forty five, impeach forty five. Shut up, you dumb bitch. Are you talking about the uh, Maxine Waters? Maxine Waters, the wicked yeah. witch of the West. I hate her. You hate her. Is she going to have a heart attack? (laughs) Yeah, she's pretty (laughs) worthless, to be honest. Oh, what a worthless snot bag. But I mean, all these career politicians are worthless, Mike. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They they, they all claim to be for the people. And yet, honestly, what have they done? What have they done compared to what President Trump has done for the people? Even the people that hate him, he's done more. That's true, Mike. So friggin' frustrating. And by the way, Mike, we didn't even get to play our new bumper. 
Oh, play it, bro. Play it. Yeah, this is the uh, new bumper, boys and girls. I love it. I feel like we're in the movie Saw. Or The Fog. That is pretty amazing. Kind of love is that. that. Is that you saying it's amazing? No, no, that's a listener. Oh, okay. I'm digging this drop, though. I love it. It's very evil. <laughs> I swear, it's like we're going to hack uh, some someone we kidnapped, Mike. <laughs> it's pretty wild stuff there, but yeah, I appreciate that. I like the sound drop there. Very classic. Great, great job. It's like I'm back in a horror movie all of a sudden. <laughs> Aside from the one that we're living now. Oh, please. This is a horror story, Mike. No doubt, Michael. No doubt. It really is. It really is. And by the way, Mike, a few nights ago, I went down the YouTube rabbit hole and came across one of your videos in South you Africa with, with the Misfits. Uh, South Africa? <laughs> you mean South America? In South America, that tour, <laughs> not South Africa. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't remember going on that tour. <laughs> yeah, it was South America. And yeah, I was just thinking, man, what what a rush that must have been for you. Oh, my God. It was it was amazing, dude. In in, in just what was it? Uh, five months I had I had performed in front of more than 100,000 people. I'm not sure why I said South Africa. It's a common mistake. It just it's came like- in my mind all of a sudden. That's why. <laughs> but I meant the, the, the South American tour. Yeah. Yeah, that was nuts. It- it's funny how we went from me screaming about um, Obama and his <laughs> retarded idiots to uh, to, to the uh, soundbite to South Africa. <laughs> I mean, that's how we do it here, you know. Yeah, yeah. You we don't jump wanna, around. You want to make it interesting. Yeah, we jump Talk around about. here, Mike. It's, it's a lot more fun that way. Nice segue. I got to calm you down. <laughs> I knew I would calm you down somehow. But no, I, I was actually watching the video and it made me want to actually buy a guitar. I mean, I already have an acoustic guitar, but I don't have an electric guitar anymore. The one I used to have, it it, it sustained an injury. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> okay. It might have it, it might have actually collided with someone's head at one time. <laughs> Not my own, by the way. I gotta call you Sid Vicious now on. <laughs> yeah, I actually, you know. The uh, body uh, hit someone and it caused all sorts of injuries to the guitar. I'm not going to explain how that <laughs> happened, but it just magically struck someone in the head one night. Magically. Magically. I don't know what happened. Magically. It wasn't in my hands, I swear. I'll, I'll believe you. I believe you. I plead the fifth. Okay. <laughs> but that's what happened to my electric guitar, Mike. That's the story one night. Well, I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wouldn't be too shocked. I mean, that should be expected, right? Well, what, what band did you play in? Uh, uh, I just played in a bunch of small bands, Mike. Just some, yeah. even some bands that didn't tour, obviously, but they released stuff online. I, I'll have to show you one day. Please. And, and and if you will, tell me what type of music you played. It was like punk and a little bit of ska thrown in. Okay. Did that. Okay. And, and of course, I played a little bit of rock music as well. Right. A little poppy rock stuff, you know? I didn't know if you were into like, you know, Britney Spears and uh, Britney Madonna. Spears. No, I mean, I like making fun of them, but their music is not really in my forte. I didn't think so. That's no. why I was busting your chops. It's good, though. I mean, they're they're talented in their own right. They made plenty of money, mm-hmm. but they lost their minds in the end, as they usually do, right? 
Yeah, in most cases, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Mike, I was watching one of your videos uh, and you, uh, of you on, on stage there, and it made me want to play guitar again. I mean, really? I, I never stopped playing guitar, but I meant actually wanting to get like an electric guitar in my hands again. Right. I thought about it. I was like, you know what? This is probably a, a good time to be playing guitar after all all this going on in the world. Yep. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, I, I was thinking, when was the last time you actually played guitar? Wow. That's a really strange question. You know, I was just thinking that today. Um, recently my, my guitar player, Freddie Hayes, just, he gave me an amp, um, to use because I haven't had an amp to play guitar, electric guitar in quite a while. I have an acoustic and I have an electric as well as an electric bass, but I'll be perfectly honest with you. I am not a guitar player. Um, you'd have to, you'd be in a lot of pain if you heard me play, but I would, and it's, it hasn't always been like that. Like years ago, I used to play guitar, uh, in the, um, the early nineties version of empire hideous. Uh, there's a couple of videos online of me actually playing guitar while I'm on stage. But as time went by, I, you know, I played less and less. And, uh, the reason for that was because I, concentrated mostly on being a performer. Um, but, uh, I guess to answer your question, I haven't played guitar in about a year and forever. Uh, no, yeah. No, no, no. About a year about a because, year. Okay. uh, I was writing some new songs last year, uh, on acoustic and, um, that's pretty much where I left it. The only reason, like I said, I was just thinking about it today is because I haven't played electric in a while and I've been wanting to record these songs that I, I wrote, uh, and hopefully, uh, hopefully someday release them. I think you should. I'd like to. I mean, I play your music here all the time. And I am grateful that for that, honestly. Yeah, it's good times. I like your your music very, very greatly here, and it fits well. Good. Well, I know you like Spy Society. I know that. I don't know what your feelings are on Empire Hideous. I like the song God and I. A lot of people like that song. Thank you. And, That's, uh, and Parasites. Parasites Bible. There you go. Nice. Yeah, it's good times. Cool. Yeah, I, I like your music, man. I appreciate that. It's good. Gets me fired up for the show. <laughs> oh, yes. And now I could hear the the choppers in the sky again, Mike. Oh, let's see. Oh, I don't I think can. you can hear them, though. Yeah, I can. I can. Oh, you can. You can. Yep. Let me yep, turn it I up can more. Hear that. Can you hear that? I can now. Yeah, they're right above my house now. Listen wow. to that. Every day, nonstop, you hear the sound. Look at that. Here it comes. Yeah. Here it comes, Mike. Look it's at that. ominous. It really is ominous. It's time for war. We're in war now. Frightening concept. Hey, you want to hear a frightening concept? I'll tell you something. Yeah, I, go ahead. I was on my sofa about, oh, I don't know, about four days ago, and I ended up passing out. I, I was. It was in the later part of the afternoon, about five o'clock. I'm laying on the sofa, and I got my hand over my head hanging over the side of the armrest, you know? And, uh, yeah, I got two cats and, and one of my cats is very playful, a uh, cricket. And I felt like whiskers on my finger, you know? So I'm, I'm reaching out and I'm trying to grab her head or her ear just to play with her. Cause I figured she's grabbing my fingers and playing with me and I'm feeling her fur and her, 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 uh, her whiskers. And it, you know, I'd reach out, couldn't find her a couple minutes later, not even a couple minutes, a couple seconds later, I feel it again. And I'm reaching out, trying to grab her. Nothing. And all of a sudden, I feel it going up my arm. Ooh. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I pull up. I got this big black spider on my arm. Oh, shit. 
<laughs> it was pretty creepy. Yeah, that is creepy. Did you yeah. get rid of the spider? Well, I, at first I flung him off my arm and he hit the ground. So I, I grabbed a, a little jar and I scooped him up. I don't, I don't kill anything. Yeah, I I, I'm, I'm, I'm really, uh, I, I try not to kill any anything, any kind of insect or anything like that, except for mosquitoes or, or, or gnats. Any kind of parasite that sucks my blood dies. Yeah, fuck that. Um, yeah, but the spider didn't bite me or anything like that, and I just kind of flung it off. And what I do is I capture them, and then I'll go and release them back in one of my other rooms, and I'll say, look, I'll let you go, hang out for the winter. When the summer comes, come out, and I'll release you again. Well, hopefully they understand you. It's going to say whether they understand or not is <laughs> beyond me. Oh, my. Well, Mike, we are almost at a wrap here. And, of course, we have to play our our uh, Kenneth Copeland uh, outro here, Mike. Oh, God. Okay. We got to do it. I mean, <laughs> it's for the coronavirus. On that television set. You got to put your hand on there, Mike. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I'm pretty alarmed, Mike. See your healing. Yes. Yes, sir. Now, say it, I take it. I take it. I have it. I have it. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. I thank you and praise you for it. Praise the Lord. And I forgive if I have aught against any. And I praise you that I'm well and whole. I praise you that I'm well and whole. According to the word of God. The word of God. God. Mm -hmm. I'm healed. I'm healed, baby. And I consider not my own body. Yes, I consider yes. not my own body. I consider not symptoms in my body. I consider not, not symptoms in my body. But only that which God has promised. Only, only that, that which, God, which God, God has Only that what the Word has said. Only that yeah. what the Word And by His stripes I was healed. I was and healed. by His stripes I am healed now. I'm not the sick trying to get healed. I'm the healed and the devil's trying to give me the flu. He's trying to give me uh, the devil. Yeah, the devil. kind of thing he's trying. The goddamn devil. Uh, healed and well. Yes. Mm -hmm. Sweet name, name of Jesus. Jesus. Sweet Jesus. Sweet baby Jane. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. 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 I feel better already. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, Mike, we, we joke around, but. Yeah, we do. You know, that that right there is a good example of, of feeling better on the inside. I mean, I feel great now, Mike. He he blessed us. He got the devil. The, that devil flew out of us. Right. It's always it's always the devil. As I said, every time something's bad, it's always the devil who did it. You got it, Mike. Unbelievable. You're learning, Mike. You're learning. Uh <laughs> the goddamn devil, Mike. Oh, I'm glad I'm pain. free from the coronavirus. Thank you, Kenneth Copeland. Hallelujah, indeed. Hallelujah. That's right. So, Mike, I want to thank you very much for being a part of the program as well. Always fun to have you here, Mike. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed thank that. You. It was good to yeah. uh, talk to the callers, talk to you, throw the ball around in the yard, as they say. It was a good time. I got to tell you, I love doing the show with, with you and I, 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 not that I don't like guests, don't get me wrong, but, uh, I think when we start doing, uh, the show together, we hit it off on a, a more one-to-one -one basis. Oh, it's fun. We can, yeah. We can really pick and choose on subjects that we want to detail on. So yeah, I, I enjoy this very much. Indeed. And thank all of you out there in the chat room, of course. And remember, you can get a hold of me via Twitter at Michael Deacon. And of course, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. And of course, you can listen to the podcast rendition of the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and the CastBox, which I prefer. And basically, every other major media platform that 
uh, that contribute to the essence of those who do podcasts like myself, any major platform out there will have the show. Uh, there, there's one actually that, that we're not on, Mike, by the way. I'm forgetting the name of it. What's that? No, I'm, I'm forgetting completely, but we're not on one of the major media platforms on the uh, podcast rendition here. Oh, oh. Um, we're on all of them, though. Most of them. Okay. So we'll that's have to okay. figure that out. That's okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to look back into that. But yeah, all the major platforms out there, we are on it. Just check out Michael Deacon or the Michael Deacon program right there in your search box, and you'll find the show with myself and Mr. Mike Hideous, the official co-host. If That's you, me. If you don't know that already. And damn proud. And very proud. And of course, we will return tomorrow, same time, 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, with Mr. Michael Horn. And my goodness, Mike, um, you're going to want to be... Um, you're going to, you're going to want to be here for that one. <laughs> you're going to be very skeptical. <laughs> you know, uh, to the listeners out there, I, I don't even know if most of you realize it, but, uh, Michael and I are going to be on all week, uh, until Saturday night show. Pretty much. Uh, yeah. We're doing a show we've done yesterday, today, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So this has been a one hell of a, it's going to be a busy week. And I was, uh, I got to tell you when Michael told me, Hey, we got five, five shows in a row. I was floored. I was like, hey, I didn't sign up for this. That's right. <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to warn you, Mike. I just want to throw yeah. you in there. Throw <laughs> you, you sure to the wolves. Now, that's what happens, Mike. I mean, nothing ever works out. Sometimes we will have a guest who doesn't appear, but the show must go on regardless. Absolutely. And don't get me wrong. I am not complaining. I love the fact that we are doing all these gigs, and I'm so proud to be a part of the show. Oh, yes. Remember, listeners out there, to stop shaking hands with your neighbors, your friends, if you haven't already done so. Mike, I stopped shaking hands and um, giving hugs a long time ago. Yeah. And I, I should have done the same, but uh, I have I have not shaken anyone's hand or hugged anyone or uh, uh, shoot, man. I, I don't even touch myself without wearing a glove. Uh, <laughs> You're wearing a medical glove, Mike? I'm wearing a, a condom over my head. Very good, Mike. You're staying safe. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> I really appreciate that. So everyone out there, stay safe no matter where you are on this island earth. And Mike, go ahead and say good night. All right, folks. Good night. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks to the callers and all the listeners. We love you guys and thank you for supporting us. Talk to you soon, Mike. Mahalo. All right, man. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. And with that said, the world is a mysterious place and life itself is a mystery. Until next time, good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.